Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Danny and Dusty. My Uncle Gus is the uncle that likes to work the grill. As soon as he walk in the house, he's like, get away from that grill. You don't know how to stop no fire. With the latest on the Blazers, Ducks, Beavers, and the hottest topics in sports. We're going to eat a hamburger, okay? Here we go. Chad, throw the match. Now that's a fire. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. I'm not cooking a brontosaurus burger. The Fan. Hour number two, Danny and Dusty with you on this Thursday. A lot of Blazers action that we've talked about in hour number one. Go check it out in the audio vault. Odyssey app, 1080thefan.com, wherever you get your podcast. Jeff Russ does a great job of putting those up there. That's where we let Jeff Russ uh, simmer uh, is with the podcast. You simmer there. We let you cook on the air. How you doing, Russ? <laughs> hey, we got the 1080 The Fan uh, inaugural Winter Golf Classic out of X-Golf Tualatin. Indeed. X-Golf Vancouver. It is Tuesday. Tuesday. February 27th. Not, not, this, not, this, not Tuesday. this Tuesday. Yeah. February 27th. Although, it is the shortest month of the year. It is. So you don't have long to wait to get to, you know, the end of February. It's the second to last day in February. And as an X-Golf customer, I am on the, mm-hmm. the X-Golf email list. And I got the email this morning. It was kind of fun. Is it leap year? Uh, I got the email of, hey, this is filling up fast. Hey, it's a leap like, year. make sure you you sign up for this. And I will tell you, everything we've ever done with X-Golf and every time I've ever been to X-Golf, anytime right. they do any of these kind of things, they do fill up fast. It's badass. So we, uh, we do threesomes in this. Mm. Um, so Menage a Guelph? Uh, I think Trois is the three, right? I just said... Is it Trois? Yeah. I just, what, I just, is menage, what, is, I, I, what does I, Menage mean? Group of? Group of three? I would imagine. I don't know what it means. I don't speak French. Uh, oh, Baxter, you know I don't speak Spanish. Uh, but sign your threesome up now. You can choose from either the noon or 4 p.m. round at either X well, I mean, golf yeah, location. I mean, if you're talking about like mm-hmm. Latin roots, like a menagerie is a group of. A group? So yeah. it's a group of three. So if you're talking like Latin to French. Menage. So menage a trois does work yeah. for group of this three. golf. Huh. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll be there broadcasting from X-Golf Vancouver. Isaac and Sue can be at X-Golf Tualatin. Winning threesomes going to get a foursome at this summer's 10th annual Fan Golf Classic, which uh, we can't say anything now. We just got a super confidential email, though, about the Fan Golf Classic. Wah, 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 wah. Wah. Ten years running. Uh, the last place threesome, though, you're going to get free X-Golf lessons. Because if you're taking last in this so tournament, come suck. you need it. <laughs> Damn, that's the second one. Nailed it. <sighs> All right, go to 1080thefan.com today for or for more information and to sign up. Uh, get your threesomes going. 
at 1080thefan.com. How many of these am I supposed to get? Sweet fancy Moses. I can only work so fast over here. I'm just reading the script here, bro. I don't know what you want me to do here, brother. All right. uh, The coaching carousel has come to a stop. Probably not where anybody expected it. Uh, His name was all over the place, but it didn't seem like anybody wanted it. Dan Quinn is going to be the next head coach of the Washington Commanders. So close to being Dan Quayle in D.C. It's Dan Quinn in D.C., though. <laughs> Can he spell potato? <laughs> Ooh, that, whoever runs the social media, it would be a deep cut. But if, like, can you spell potato and just have him nail it just so he doesn't get That's Dan right. Quinn? This seems like a team that they appeared to have their ducks in a row the earliest. They went out. They were the, the first team to hire their GM. Mm-hmm. They were doing interviews and were aggressive in the interview process. The first to kind of get out ahead of things, the last to hire the coach. And mm-hmm. we went over the three be- best remaining candidates, and not on that list. he was fourth. <laughs> so top three, and he was not there. And look, I don't think Quinn's a bad coach. I just, number one. Dude, coached in a Super Bowl yeah. and had a 28-3 to lead. Yeah, I, I just, number one, I love Vrabel. Uh, yeah. Belichick's resume speaks for itself. And if you're looking for the non-recycled coach, McDonald was was the rising star at 36 years old. Yeah, Dan Quinn didn't really meet any of the in prime, very successful or up and coming. Still good. I was a little bit surprised that after Ron Rivera, defensive minded coach, retread, and that's not a disrespect to Ron Rivera, but like when you've been through the cycles and been on multiple teams, you become a retread. Mm-hmm. That they went retread. Absolutely. But at the same time, like Mike Vrabel would have been a retread. Bill Belichick would have been a retread. Mm-hmm. I think there's distinguished a... retreads, but so is Dan yes. Quinn, who went to a Super Bowl. It's fair. It's fair. Yeah. Things did melt down mm. and fall apart around him, and everybody's like, wow, well, is just a product of Kyle Shanahan. Well, it's a product of hiring a defensive coach, is what it is, because you make a good coordinator hire, and that offensive coordinator is brilliant and he does everything that you need well guess what happens he goes and gets a head coaching job and kyle shanahan is a really dang good coach we know that Mm -hmm. he's coaching in the super bowl next sunday Mm -hmm. no next sunday next sunday not this sunday next 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 sunday double next sunday no 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 no. this sunday would be the the upcoming one next sunday is that how you do that yeah yeah okay yeah yeah is the one that's directly in front of us and then the next one. Okay. Yeah. I, would, I would have said the next Sunday is in. Okay, fine. <laughs> Either way, he's coaching in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> and that was where Dan Quinn, you, he couldn't fill his shoes. And those are going to be impossible to fill when you have a guy like Kyle Shanahan and then the roster turnover. And that inherently comes with going to a Super Bowl. People pillage your roster, whether you win or lose. And that's what Atlanta was up against, and he he was unable to fulfill it. To replicate it, sure. He falls on his face. He was a great defense coordinator in in Dallas, even though, you know, people want to say it was turnover luck, and, you know, you can't look at what happened at the end when they give up, you know, a 50 spot to Dame near to the in uh, Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. Do you give up, what was it, 45 points in the final game? Like, that's our most recent memory. And you're like, okay, yeah, that's the guy we want, who in crunch time, his defense completely disappeared. Yeah, the, well, they, they have I, multiple 
instances of turnover luck going your way, I tend to believe it's not necessarily turnover luck as much as it is. Over several years? Yeah, that's probably what you're creating as opposed to just natural turnover luck. Whatever it is, it doesn't seem like this was Washington's first, second, third, or fourth pick. But Dan Quinn is the guy now. In that vein, before anybody kills it, and this is, I should include myself in this, I didn't think it was a great hire, but Pete Carroll was not the Seahawks' first choice. Pete Carroll was not the, the, the you know, USC's first choice. You get these instances that pop up, that come around, and you kind of go, well, maybe, I guess we'll go with this guy, and then it ends up being the right guy. So it's not always the first choice guy that makes the Absolutely most sense. Absolutely not. It the the circumstances that may lead you to somebody else, they may not always be the best. But when you get down that road, when it you know push comes to shove, that ends up being the right guy. Remember the 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 D'Amico Ryan stuff and, and how awfully it went with Houston on the way out. When that job ends up coming open, and he goes back and takes that job. Remember the the kind of the roar like that's that did not end well. Why we're gonna go down this road? Right? And it was you're settling for a guy who is a defensive coordinator on Kyle Shanahan's baby of a team uh-huh. that is offensively led, and he has all these first round picks, you know, on his defense. And now, how is D'Amico Ryan's you? It is a leader of men opportunity. Yeah, and. Dan Quinn, as a leader of men, got the Falcons to a Super Bowl and other things kind of fell apart around him. The interesting part for me will be, all right, what does Josh Harris's ownership look like? Mm-hmm. Adam Peters, who was the first GM hire of this cycle in Washington, what does his leadership look like? Their talent evaluation, how they draft, how do they what they can do to, <laughs> to support Dan Quinn. Because truly, that's what all of these head coaches mm-hmm. are dependent on. You're dependent on your quarterback, number one, who they're going to draft. And so they need, this is going to be the hard part too. You've got to nail your coordinator hire and make sure his ass doesn't leave because you're going to stunt the development and growth of a of young quarterback. You get. And that's that's the, the most important part of this is what does that the coordinator group look like and what does the support and infrastructure look like and what choices do they make in their first draft? Because that's, the, that's where it all dovetail from. Do they go quarterback? Is the quarterback there that they want? Are they going to reach for it? Are they going to say, no, we're not. We're not going to Carolina Panthers this. And instead, we're going to go get weapons or go get other tools first. Let's say they don't rate Drake May. Have you heard what the latest rumor is? Which one? Chicago would be willing to move back, and they go get Caleb Williams, and they bring Caleb Williams Back to D.C., yeah. And they get a haul. They get a haul RG3-esque. Right, where they moved up a few spots to get RG three, and back to back they paid the, the piper doing that, and then not getting a quarterback. All this out of this would be the most Bearsian thing. It would be, dude, they got their guy. It would be the most Stockholm syndrome thing of like we're actually not allowed to have a good quarterback, yeah. so we'll just get like all of the other things, and then eh, yeah. we'll figure it out. Yeah, they'll just uh, Detroit did it with Jared Goff. Yeah. Like, <laughs> magnitudes better than. Justin Fields. You don't know that yet. Just give him a chance. Just give him a chance. I honestly hope that the Bears do do that just so they have another another mark on their... Look, everything that you hear right now is smoke. Sure. It's all smoke. It's but, all smoke. But my point being with the Commanders, let's let's say that they, that they stay at three, and Drake May is the guy there, and they don't rate Drake May. Maybe they, they see him as... You got like, some warts. Look, sure. 
they they see him as another North Carolina quarterback that doesn't have a ton of it's not four years worth of tape, but it wasn't otherworldly. It's it, we're not going to go down that road. But instead, maybe there is another team that wants a quarterback and they trade up and they trade back and they do what the Texans or the Bears did last year and they they go get their other guys. You know, you go get an offensive lineman and one of the wide receivers, and then you're in the next draft and you're trying to you're, you're you will get your quarterback next year. Because you're still not going to be good because you have so many holes to fill. But you're, the backbone of your team is starting to be built on everything else and you're looking for your quarterback. I think it's going to be very interesting just to see kind of how the commanders, are they going to try to rush this and force this? Because we need our quarterback now mm-hmm. and go from there? Or are they going to build this team really like every other great team has been built right now, which is go get everything else and plug your young quarterback. Well, Adam Peters as well, he comes from the San Francisco 49ers where their draft in talent evaluation has been top-notch. And they went and did everything else and then got their quarterback. The Eagles went and did everything else, got their quarterback. I mean, you just look down the list of the the Chiefs for years. They had everything else. Mahomes comes along behind Alex Smith. There you go. That's what the Bears are waiting for. And. So go get the quarterback. Oh, I wait, love, they still need the other thing still. I would love if the Bears traded back to two and then just drafted Jaden Daniels and they have two Justin Fields oh on their team. God. <laughs> you know what? For the content. For the content. For the content. Make it happen. Well, I am all for it. We have uh, the final hire of the eight is in place. It is uh, Dan Quinn in Washington. I believe he's the... Sixth best hire of this cycle. Harbaugh, clear-cut number one. Yeah. It's a big fall-off after that. And my number two might surprise people. Mm. I think it's Raheem Morris in Atlanta. Oh. Yeah. I like Raheem Morris a lot. Okay. Talent talent developer. They need a quarterback, obviously. But leader of men... He's got that quality about him. And I think you and I both sit on this on the same side of the of, of the of the pier was... when it comes to that stuff. I'd much rather in my head coach have that guy than the super heavy X's and O's guy. And he is a he he took over an S show in Tampa. Like people oh, forget yeah, no, that how was, that was scraping awful. the barrel from from the, the the transition period from that oh, last good Bucks team. So I mean that bad. was. That was that to go full Buccaneers. That was a swashbuckling bucket of yeah. crap. I think number three is your Raiders and Antonio Pierce. Though you get a guy who is leader, the players, men, coach. players, coach type thing. He needs to still hire an offensive coordinator. I think that that has the biggest amount of variance. It's either I think I don't think that's a hire that goes okay. I think it's a hire that goes incredibly well or crashes into the cliffs. Absolutely. I don't. I don't think there's an in between with that hire. There isn't. But I also think the upside of that hire is very high. And I think that's where everybody outside of Harbaugh is kind of lumped in that same category. Because that's where you go, after that I'll go Seahawks and and Mike McDonald, who I love what he's saying. Mm -hmm. And you talk about the leader of men qualities. He's got that in spades. Then you go like the Gerard Mayo. Also, smart as a whip. Can, but can, can he be D'Amico Ryan's 2.0? He is a guy who connects with players a lot better than Bill Belichick did, than Dan Quinn, than Dave Canales. Like, they, that was, whoa. But I think the worst hire is uh, is Tommy Callahan in Tennessee. I know that's not his name, but mm-hmm. 
Uh, I like Tommy Boy that much. I, I, I was Brian Callahan. Yeah, I liked it. I like it. I like. I, 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 I going I, and getting Cincinnati's offensive coordinator is like. <laughs> Good luck. Okay. You're the one with a shell on it. Yeah. A lot of people go to college for seven years. Yeah. Oh, my God. My They're family's in that car. They're called doctors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like the lighting the model on fire is a very uh, synonymous with what the Tennessee Titans did with the... Was it was it the owner or was it the GM that hated Vrabel? Uh, uh, yes. But yes? Yes. Yeah, I, I think they're going to they're gonna have their... Uh, a, a, a fine slice of Tennessee's humble pie when when they get to the other side of that coaching tree. Bill Belichick, according to Diana Rossini, was contacted and interviewed for this job. He was considered, and he had the stamp of approval from decision makers, according to uh, reports that are out there. Shouts to, to uh, whoever Bill Belichick's agent mm-hmm. is for getting that out there. Yeah. Yeah. He was on the list, but... He wasn't chosen over Dan Quinn. I don't know if you necessarily want that out well, there. Well, the but stamp hey. of approval for decision makers sounds like it may be from them inside. And somebody's like, look, they thought Belichick was going to be the guy. <laughs> you know, mm. that may be where that one lies. But Mike Vrabel, no job. Bill Did, Belichick, does, he, does Vrabel no ju- job. Just not? Does he sit out the year or does he get a coordinator or an analyst? I don't know if they're going to pay you. Just sit out. Party for a year, get your resume, throw, and then throw Vrabel on TV. Tell it, oh yeah, throw tell, Vrabel on that. Now, now I'm in. Throw Vrabel on TV. Vrabel on TV. Yeah. Eric Bieniemy is without a job right oh, now. That's right. God, that was quick. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's, Raiders. He's got to no. Well, Raiders. I'm not against that. Okay. All let's right. let's. You know what? Vrabel, defensive coordinator. <laughs> Bieniemy, offensive oh. coordinator. Let's go. Didn't they hire a DC? Yeah, they did. Okay. They got a guy. But a guy can have a guy. Hey, does Brooke Lopez hate Damian Lillard? (laughs) Next on The Fan. Get your threesomes going. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Brooke 
Brooke Lopez hate Damian Lillard? That seems to be like a narrative that's coming out of last night's Bucks loss to the Portland Trailblazers because there were, it wasn't just at the end of the game. You can say this. It wasn't just at the end of the game where Brooke Lopez got the ball, had an open look, and we mm-hmm. need to call it what it is. Brooke Lopez is a guy who, his stature in the league, doesn't he, isn't he still? The Nets all-time leading scorer. But doesn't he have the most three-pointers made in Nets history too? Yes. I, I thought I saw that. I don't know that for, for certain. I'll, but I'll double-check it. Yeah. I'm almost certain. Dude has earned that over his career, that he is a reliable shooter and can shoot the three ball. And he was wide open. Uh, Joe Harris passed him. Joe Harris? Yeah. Okay. So you have a guy who, but we knew that moment and what it was. Mm. And that well, look was to go to Dame. To the, hit the, a the play was designed for Dame off the off the DHO coming off off the pin down. Um, again, Malcolm Brogdon did a fantastic job of completely playing the anyone but him coverage. It was really well defended by Ma- Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah, I don't know. I, I wasn't able suck to... when he's gone next week. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, we are a week away from the NBA trade deadline. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll talk about that a little bit today as we get a little primer. Yeah. Um, but I. I didn't get to ask Chauncey or Malk about that particular play, other than Chauncey said, you know, Malk made a hell of a play, which I would imagine that was Malk maybe breaking off and just making a play, which I, Chauncey gives them the leeway to do, Did especially it. a guy like Malk. And if you're going to do it to somebody, it's to that guy. It's to Damian Lillard. You don't let him get into that going left, step back, fadeaway three, and you live with Brooke Lopez. If Brooke Lopez hits that three, you know what you do? You tip your cap because it wasn't that guy. Yep. It's not the guy that you want to rip your heart out on his welcome home. And it's not even just that. It's that who, player. Who's the guy who does that? <laughs> that guy. That guy. And you, you want to put that pressure on the other guy. Like if that I still have no idea how the hell the ball was inbounded to Giannis onto the Kumpo. When the Blazers did not have a foul to give. Yeah. Four point six seconds remaining. Yeah, and they inbound to Giannis, and I, I was either two or Malk was like, "No, it was Jeremy." Immediately, I'm fouling. <laughs> no, we're gonna put you at the line, buddy. Yes, they count him off. He bricks the first. He intentionally misses the second. Done. Hey, good on Rip City too. Very first free throw of the game. You can get caught up in the emotions of they it. They went right into counting. They went right to counting. Caught all of us off guard. That's really that's some good fanning. Whoever did that, great job. Applaud you. Great job. I don't know if like the the stunt team, you know, they kind of lead the cheers and stuff like that. I don't know if they went around and was like, hey, we're gonna do this, or if that was a group of guys that just got into it right at like they knew. But that's the kind of thing you usually see in the playoffs. That was the only thing that seemed really loud on the broadcast. And it was honest. the 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 last two times he went to the line, it was roaring oh, through there. Okay, but back to the bit larger question here. Mm. It wasn't just that final shot where Brooke Lopez you know got the ball pump faked still didn't pass it took a step in and took the shot it looks like there is some frustration and lack of cohesion between he and Damian Lillard like the chemistry is just not there with those two guys and it's not just them it's the entire team and this is the, the crazy thing about this team they have the second best offense in NBA history right now and you wouldn't know it by watching them because they are clunky and that is the main reason Adrian Griffin was fired because there is not, when we talk about the pecking order with the Blazers and the establishment that is in the last three weeks that has been established. 
and there is a hierarchy now that makes sense. It's not this mess, which is why I think you saw... Every good company has it. Yes, and that's the hierarchy has not been established, and it's Giannis's team, and I will tell you unequivocally, Damian Lillard knows and respects that. He is, if anything, he is trying to fit in probably too much. And that's one of the weird things. They have two of the most likable, charismatic people in the NBA in Giannis and Dame. And I think... in the Lopez brothers. And Giannis has won a title, and I think Giannis is hesitant because he wants to do it his way. This is not unique to Giannis. Anybody who's ever won a title, once they win one, I know how to do this. Whether it's Steph, whether it's LeBron, whether it's KD. Remember, KD, I can go somewhere else and do this. I'm going to go to Brooklyn. I'll do it with James and Kyrie. I've won a title. Wrong. No, 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 no. That's not how this works. And so that's the reason Doc was brought in. And I've been told from multiple people that Doc has already come in and ripped guys apart in film sessions just in their couple of games and taken some tape from previously and gone, we brought in, this organization brought in Damian Lillard for the final four minutes of the game. Why is Damian Lillard, why are you not getting Dame the ball? And that's not to say Giannis is the better player. Giannis is going to go down as a top 15 player to ever play this game. Ever. Ever. That is not what this is about. What this is about is the offense should start with a guy whose entire career has been predicated about being a number one offense unto himself. Having a healthy, functional Damian Lillard allows you the opportunity to have the best offense in the NBA. Just him. There's, he looks off. It, 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 nothing matches up. And he looks off. There is a hesitance, I think, from Giannis. I think there's a hesitance from Chris Middleton. I think there's a hesitance from Brooke Lopez. And it's not all directed at Dame. It's, there's, there, and this is what always happens with every title contending team, is there are competing agendas. And not necessarily agendas that are selfish. Chris Middleton is trying to get healthy and find his way again after injuries and being in and out and being inconsistent. He's finally confident and healthy again. So he's trying to show, I'm still that guy that can be your your Robin. But he's not, but not, he, he's not Batman or Robin because it's Damon Giannis. And I think that there's, there's a little bit of push-pull there. Giannis doesn't want to cede the offensive control because, hey, we want a title with me as the offensive linchpin. We can do this. But that was pulling teeth. That, what you just, everything that you just laid out right there mm-hmm. is why I believe Chris Bosch deserves way more credit, All the credit in the world. than he has ever gotten in his career. Seamless. He was the guy in Toronto. He was the number one. 24 and 10. And he went to a number three. And he was a chameleon. Did all of the dirty work for them defensively. Just fit in. And that is not an easy nope. thing, man. Because these guys are all alphas. Because we, all there. And when you think about, you know, Boston's big three, mm-hmm. where Ray Allen, he wasn't he wasn't that he was a shooter. He was a shooter, but he knew his place. He knew where his role was, and it wasn't to when he came from Milwaukee, it wasn't that he's that number one. He's not getting twenty six a game anymore. It was he. He was different than what Bosch is. I think what we have here in Milwaukee is a little bit more of that they need, Miami pull the, for control, the, and the nobody is nobody's sliding to the back as easily as Chris Bosch did. Well, not only that, remember LeBron tried to get Spo out of there in Miami in the first. Year. Oh no way! LeBron James tried to get a coach out, and what happened was is Pat Riley said, "Get bent. That's not happening." Yeah, and that, but that's because they had faith in Spo. Whereas the Bucks, it was very clear that they did not respect Adrian Griffin. And that's why they brought in Doc. 
Argue with the tactics and the process all you want. They are going to respect Doc, and Doc is going to tell them what is what. And he's going to go in that room and go, do you want to win a title or not? Takes time. Because this is what needs to happen. This guy needs to run the offense. You guys need to fall in line. You guys brought this guy in for the final four minutes every single night. And if you're not going to do that, what are we doing here? Yeah. And that's yep. that's really what the Bucks are going to have to work through over the next two weeks. And then let's see where they go. When it comes to talent and who I believe in most, I will take that Milwaukee Bucks team and roster at the top end over every other team in the league. This is in the infancy. Well, they're back to November right now. They truly are. It's a reset. It is. They're truly back in November where they are reestablishing the pecking order, who's in control, and Doc Rivers has got a, a task ahead of him. What's incredible about what they've been able to do, I mean, you said it. It's the second-best offense in the NBA. and In NBA history. They are, <laughs> they are this clunky, and they're currently the two-seed in the East. They are the it's, two it's, it's a in the good East, problem to have. And nipping on their heels is a team that had to go 14 and 2 in the month of January, the New York Knicks, who are still just to a catch game back, back up. Like that is that's where they've been. It was the It'll best month for the New York Knicks since 1994. That's wild. <laughs> so it's a good problem to have. And that's why I And you know what? I still hate John Starks 30 years later. There you go. Right? So there yeah. you go. And it all it all comes full circle. It's always it always comes back to John Starks. That's how, that's the saying, right? God, I hated him. <laughs> All right, coming up next, our worst day on the web. Uh, I've got a couple to choose from. I'm not sure which way I'm going to go. But first, here's the big go with the Sports Center update. Hamburgers, the cornerstone of any nutritious breakfast. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's time for today's worst day on the web. With Danny and Dusty on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Well, that sucks. So I love it when we have these opportunities where one of us hasn't seen these and the way that these come out because the surprise on the on the back end of it is always fantastic. It's always worth it. So we talked about the LSU-Alabama baseball scandal. Can I just say with the music playing in the back, the clown music, the little circus music, mm-hmm. and Danny dropping a when it comes out on the backside, mm. that could be a perfect little drop. I like that. It all comes together. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, no, no, no. That's perfect. We make sure make sure we're keeping Jeff Russ busy. He doesn't have anything to do back there. He's Let just listening simmer. to us. Let him simmer. <laughs> Gotta hit you guys. <laughs> uh, but for those unfamiliar, uh, on April 28th of last year, there was a betting scandal that involved Alabama and LSU, where a coach was uh, sending information to a better in Cincinnati. The baseball coach at baseball Alabama. Coach at yeah. Alabama was going to make a pitching change. And it was going to directly impact the result of this game. Yeah. And he was sending it to somebody in Cincinnati who was at the the ballpark there. That's Great America up, Ballpark. Yep, right up against where the Cincinnati Reds play. And um, which makes this uh, wire fraud, which makes it so much better. But 
um, was giving him live information and trying to get him to rush and place the bets before he told the LSU coach and it was updated and everybody knew. So this is from the affidavit, and I have to read all of this. It's going to get a little wordy for a second. And can we can we set the table with the way that it was presented when it first happened was it was just an innocuous text between the two where it was like, hey, do you, who's starting for you? And the, the Bama coach was like, well, so-and-so is starting. It was like a— That's how it was presented. That's not how it ended up. Okay, so hit hit me with it. Okay, so this is the actual this is this is the legal text. So it gets a little wordy, but okay. it's going to add all of the context. Shortly after receiving electronic messages from Bohannon, the coach, the better attempted to place a hundred thousand dollar wager on the LSU baseball team <laughs> at the sports book at Great American Ballpark in Cincinnati. Just a regular just season a, baseball just game, a regular college baseball <laughs> game of which they had received three total bets on. The sportsbook staff limited the better to a $15,000 wager because what the hell are you betting 100 Gs on this game for? The better then attempted to place additional wagers involving the Alabama versus LSU baseball game, but the sportsbook staff declined the wagers due to suspicious activity, like trying to bet multiple monies on multiple bets across an LSU-Alabama game in April Uh, in Cincinnati. Bet 100 large. His defense in this... Should just be, it just means more. Like, why do you want 100,000? It just means more. But wait, wait, wait until I get to this, okay? Uh, The suspicious activity included the better's insistent demeanor to get the bet placed and statements to the sportsbook staff that the bet was, and I quote, for sure going to win. (laughs) And if only you guys knew what I knew. So this idiot was like basically saying, I've got inside knowledge. I've got the hook. I'm going to win. The suspicious activity also oh, included the God. better showing sportsbook staff messages from Bohannon and explaining that the messages were Bohannon, informing the better that Alabama was scratching its starting pitcher before the game and before Bohannon alerted LSU. Okay. So- I often show my crimes... <laughs> well, directly to the people actually, that I'm do. committing them against. You do. This is this is akin to the guy who goes and robs the bank with a letter note that says, "I'm robbing the bank." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put the money in the bag. Like that. That's what he did. I, the stupidity of this man to say, "Hey, I'm going to take your money from your business," as if. The role of the sports book is not to win their money and to keep their money. He was basically like, you know what? No, your job is to just give me money. Like there's some sort of ATM. The level of insanity in this. I love how dumb this guy is. Did you ever watch the Ballad of Buster Scruggs? No. It was a Netflix. No, thing. Netflix, yeah. The, Came out during the, the pandemic. Yeah. There there's a the simplicity in the stupid kind of opening scene to the whole thing that very much kind of falls in line with this of like they try to like walk in through that you don't really want to do this we're not going to let you do this okay now you're dead <laughs> it, it, it kind of that's processes it. through that and that's ex- all I could think of as, as I'm reading this deposition is going oh my god this you wouldn't believe it if I showed you and then he showed him <laughs> this is all time I, like at in, it, as it played out a year ago, almost mm-hmm. it was how can somebody be this dumb? 
now turns out they're even dumber, way dumber. Like, and that's the thing about this. Sometimes is the brazen audacity or brazen stupidity. Sometimes we just aren't willing to accept that Alabama will Alabama. It just means more. Like, just shout out to. Uh, uh, oh, this is so good. Uh, Tom Segura, who you know said, uh, "I've been to Louisiana, and they should build a fence around Louisiana." <laughs> Because those Cajun people are insane, and I think the yeah about the that general part of the country could be fenced off for it's just brazen stupidity at times. The, now, do we know how much this guy frequents that sports book? You know, in, I, in Ohio? it wasn't it wasn't in what I what I'm I had here. Not much anymore. <laughs> well, obviously not anymore. He's probably eighty six. I would imagine trying to you know steal money from the casino. 86, he may be the silver bracelets, man. Like, well, I mean, this, this, is, this is wire fraud. It, yes, you're going so, across state lines mm-hmm. to... Is it, Does that qualify yes, as wire it, fraud? It, anytime you try to c- commit any kind of financial crime across state lines, it well, federally it falls under, under wire fraud. I don't know if they'll actually push it that way. So what we're saying here is that if you're going to do this, just spread it out, right? <laughs> And don't tell anybody. Yeah, you sprinkle. Yeah, don't tell everybody your genius plan. This is like Danny Ocean going into the casino and like throwing out the elaborate plan. Oh God, this guy. These well, these two guys because one of them was literally a know, manager of a, of of a of a, a college ba- baseball team. Like, yeah, we we know that Bohannon knows what the rules are because you are. It is beat over your damn head mm-hmm. and stapled to every wall and your forehead. And if you are not, like, with the players that do it, it's like, you know what the rules are because they tell you time and time and time again. Like, for the NFL, for the Super Bowl this week, right? Or next week. You have players... Kept off the strip. Cannot go... Well, play any player playing in the Super Bowl or with the teams cannot go even to a play a table game. Which is so dumb. NFL players that are not participating in the Super Bowl... They cannot even go into a sports book section of a casino. They can go to a casino. Which you that, cannot that's go that's the one I get. You cannot go to a sports book until the game is over. Sports book, fine. I yeah. get that. Yeah. Tables, what the hell? But but that's for any player like not like if they you're don't want a anybody C- getting kneecapped before the C- Super Bowl. If you're a Seahawks player, you can't go. You can go and play table games. Mm-hmm. You can't go to a sports book until the game. Look, is over. if you're a professional and athlete that. and you're an active professional athlete, you just should not be in a sports book. If go somewhere and do it online, it just the the yeah the, the seeing those two things optics is not optics great. is just yeah just stay away from that. But so, the tables, which is funny because at summer league for the NBA, if you you go into the win, like I, I sat down at a table with with Luke Walton, I'm sitting down right. with, with players regularly. Like it's nothing. But you know, if I know these rules... They know, they know the rules. They know the rules. Incessantly so. They know exactly what is. And if you don't, if you play the I didn't know, you're just not listening. And you are special kind of dumb-dumb. If you are a manager of a baseball team, you 100% know the rules because you have to convey them to your players as well. Mm-hmm. It's not just a compliance thing, and they're like, okay, you're done. No, 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 no. You have to know. So the the, the Alabama manager and Skip, and I'm going to assume that those text messages that were sent to uh, Stupid Criminal mm-hmm. in Ohio. Number one. I'm assuming if he was brazen and dumb enough to just go to the employee and be like, no, this is a done deal, 
the text was, do you have inside information so I can place my bets at the oh, Great American Ballpark oh, yeah. Sportsbook? Like, he probably laid this yeah. out crystal clear to Bohannon, who was like, yeah, I do. I'm going to scratch my starting pitcher. I would bet on the LSU here. Bank it. Yeah. Did we, did, I, sorry, I was missed at gathering drops uh, from you guys. Did we get to the uh, penalties yet for Bohannon? No. no. What is it? Seen, what do we got here? Uh, I saw there's a 15-year show cause. Yeah, 15, 15 year show cause. And if he does land another job in this 15 year period, <laughs> he is suspended for 100% of the regular season, the first five seasons. Y'all pray for it. Bro, Todd, it just means more. So, did he win? <laughs> did he win the bet? Did he at least have some money to, to sit on here? Good God. But you know what? You know what this guy's going to do? Hmm. He's get inside go, information from another no, school. No, he's probably going to become probably more wealthy than he was being the Alabama baseball coach because he's going to coach some travel team and parents are going to pay an ungodly amount of money for their kids to be coached by this guy. I, I do believe I saw a screenshot with a, a tweet attached to it that said, uh, uh, was it Skeens, Paul Skeens? Is that the pitcher, the LSU kid? Yeah. Yeah, apparently he pitched like six good innings, but the bullpen almost blew it, is I believe what I saw. Oh, ooh. Hey, yo. So it almost, so it almost got spicy. Oh gosh! Wouldn't it be funny if they, if they let him lay the hundred thousand dollar bet and it didn't hit? It would be the the it, it would actually be the most fitting into this story. Yeah, sir, we're here to collect that hundred thousand. Oh, uh, about okay. that. Do you take kneecaps? <laughs> this I is an IOU. Is. You're gonna want to hang on to this. Yeah. Ooh, that's a big one. <laughs> that's yeah. a, ooh, that's a big one. It's a Lamborghini. <laughs> So yeah, shout out super criminals. We love them. Keep them coming. Yeah. Uh, if you if you come across them, uh, <laughs> send, send them to my dad, Danny and Dusty. This is Vancouver Ford Tech side. He's going to be doing sports betting commercials on 1080 The Fan. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and we did have the Tim Donaghy ad. Yeah, and we did have that. Yeah, that was there. Yeah. That was a thing. Still yeah. made me, still made me wonder. Was it that Tim Donaghy? Yeah, it was. No, yeah. no, he's okay. that's what he's doing now, out in the good, open, brazenly. Good, good for him. <sighs> I guess. All right. Well, shout out stupid I, criminals. I mean, I take his word for it. No, I mean, clearly plugged in. Hey, man, Scott Foster. Hey, oh. The guy knows. Uh, coming up next, we'll take a little dive into, into college football, the Senior Bowl. There's uh, a bunch of Ooh. fun stuff coming out of that uh, as more and more uh, big names are showing up the Senior Bowl, senior bowl yeah. this year. You're getting more opportunities for those guys uh, as they get ready to show out for uh, the upcoming NFL draft. Danny and Dusty, Tenny the fan. When it comes out on the backside. <laughs> Gotta hit you guys. <laughs> Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, The Fan. Well, the Senior Bowl is a thing again. After seeming to kind of go the way of the Dodo, that's extinct for those that don't know that Dodos don't exist anymore, uh, you're seeing a whole host. We got one right over there. Wow. I don't know who he's talking to, but it's a cheap shot it and was. Six pretty one, warranted. Yeah. Six of one, half dozen of the mm-hmm. other. Baker's dozen. Toucan Sam over here. Uh, 
But no, the, the, the Senior Bowl is back, and you, you've got some big names that are out there performing. Day after day, you're hearing about, oh, hey, there's this guy. You get Roman Wilson. Uh, you got Fuaga. You, you, you hear name after name. Uh, uh, Jackson Powers Johnson from Oregon. You, you keep hearing names that were very impactful in the uh, conference championship game and then the college football playoff uh, race to, to the championship. Like This was the game a couple years ago that guys were – Eh, we're not going to go participate. Keeping it up, it's crazy because you have guys that are opting out of bowl games left mm-hmm. and right and not wanting to put it online. they this. They are, and they've done a phenomenal job, the, the Senior Bowl has, of of roping those guys in and showing the importance of it because there have been some incredible success stories coming out of it. I think that Justin Herbert is one guy, especially locally, that we can point to, went down to the Senior Bowl, and he opened up a lot of eyes down there. And... I think Brock Purdy was a quarterback in the Senior Bowl as well. It's it's a place where you can showcase yourself, and he should Brock Purdy showcased himself into Mr. Irrelevant. How about that? Hmm. But I, I think when you look at the amount of talent that's going in, opening it up to juniors has been huge. But there is a big like the quarterbacks are the ones that I find you don't see a lot of quarterbacks willing to put themselves out there. No. And on one team alone, you have Bo Nix, Michael Penix, Sam Hartman. That is Notre Dame, Washington, and Oregon. That's three powerhouse institutions and three powerhouse names. Those guys have all kind of had their ups and downs. And yesterday, Bo Nix had an awful day. And I'm one of those sickos that actually watches senior bowl practices. I have it on in the background like when I'm at home doing show prep and stuff like that. And... As I was watching, it was just like, gosh, this just doesn't look right. It just, it didn't look right from the quarterbacks at all. There was center and quarterback exchanges. Well, fast forward to today, and everybody's like, dude, Bo Nix had an awful day. And he was he he had the worst day of the three mm-hmm. yesterday. You fast forward to today. Was it because he has tiny hands? No. Mm. Well, maybe, but he doesn't. Mm. You fast forward to today, they did a side-by-side. They were throwing yesterday with unprepped footballs. Wow, no loop? So it was... (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely broke, Jeff! That's not what they use. (laughs) It's Uh, football lube, right? No. No? Not even close. No, it's not what they use? No. Not even remotely close. But if you've ever noticed, like they put like a mud Reminds on the Reminds me of football. a story I saw on a, a guy Lane Kiffin hired for his staff today. Oh, as his GM, hmm. I'll just let you go look that one up. Hmm. I don't even know. I don't even know where you're going on that. But I don't know if I want to Google that. Uh, but they they were going with unprepped footballs yesterday, which are slick, and you have an NFL ball which is bigger. You fast forward to today, all three of those guys. They put on an absolute friggin' show. And from the analysts, whether it was uh, Mike Tenenbaum, Lewis Riddick, Field Yates, they were gushing over the quarterback play today. And all of the good graces that Bo Nix lost yesterday, he seemed to have gotten back today. There were a couple of throws that, that went wayward. But you had now all three of these quarterbacks, which this is a, essentially a competition to see who's going to be that fourth quarterback. Mm-hmm. Because Caleb Williams, Drake May, and Jane Daniels are all considered to be the top three guys. Which is interesting that, Jan- that Daniels has solidified at number three, because I thought he would be in that group. That that, that second that, tier? That next group. I thought it would be Caleb and Drake, and then everybody else. Heisman goes a long way, apparently. 
But the all three of those guys performed really well today, and now we're going back to all right, where where do these guys land? And this is going to be really fascinating because it's not the make or break for their draft position by any stretch of the imagination. But one thing that they, that was really cool to see is they had a mic'd up segment where they were kind of showing the competition between, especially like Knicks and Penix. They because there's which familiarity. I would say not only like familiarity, but there's also the. I would say that they're depending. It's which version do you like? Yes. But as far as like where they go in the draft, I would say if you took the consensus, they're probably right around each other. And one thing that GMs and coaches they love to see is how guys react to those in, in these situations where you can have both of them together in this week and you can see how they feed off of each other, how they handle competition, how they handle good days and bad days. It, this will be really fascinating. I don't know if I, I, I don't know where Bonix ends up. You've seen everywhere from like 11 or 12 to third round to third round. And I think that's a, a wide, that's a wide range. I think the truth is somewhere in the middle. Yeah, I think and I, I think, think that it's guy. better for Bo Nix to be in that position because if you're the third quarterback off the board or the, you know, if you're the fourth or fifth quarterback off the board, you're in a more advantageous position because usually the third, it's not always Patrick Mahomes because it's not the chiefs trading up to get you right at 15. Sure. You're usually the stretch in the top 10 where it's like, that Josh Rosen, the Arizona Cardinals, taking him at ten. You're going. That's a reach. Justin Fields. You you're going. Where is he? Where is he truly going to be at? Better teams will draft you a later. little bit later, and uh, that that will behoove whomever it is that's the fourth or fifth quarterback off. Just as a a, a point of order, the uh, Ole Miss hiring uh, was uh, one uh, Billy Glasscock. I can't take you guys anywhere. <laughs> I look. I'm what do you want from me? It's I his was, name. I was just mentioning his name. That's not what you guys were mentioning. Huh. How did it, how did Billy Glasscock get brought up? Well, he was talking about unlubed footballs. <laughs> Tell you what, if you're bringing in Glasscock, there's you definitely bringing in lube. Can't uh, can't take you anywhere, guys. No, nothing. Can't take you guys anywhere. <laughs> Oh, speaking of changes and bringing in new coaches, <laughs> one new coach may be on his way out of a new spot already. Animals. Does Seattle have interest in the Alabama's quasi-former Washington Husky coordinator, well, Ryan Grubb? Speaking of Michael Penick's draft stock. Uh, hey, we'll get to that more. Come here on Danny and Dusty, Danny the Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly 
Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.